Hello and welcome to the Mal and Johnny Show. Uh, this week we're talking about some of the greats that we've seen in concert or maybe on a football field. Uh, and this all comes down to you, Johnny, because this week you saw one of one of the living legends, not Tom Jones, not the Stereophonics, but you saw in Cardiff. I saw Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. <laughs> I've been singing Manilow's songs for years because he, he's written some wonderful music. You know, people decry people who are, who are successful for some unknown reason, like the like um, Albert and, and they, they say it's a bit, you know... It's too commercial, is it too commercial? It's too commercial, but it's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. He came on, the first thing he said was, ladies and gentlemen, there's been things missing in music lately, and you know what it is? Melody. He said, tonight... <laughs> You're getting melodies, right? <laughs> and he played all his songs. He was fantastic. He had a great band with him, you know. Yeah. And it was quite a technique. He knows how to put a show on. Yeah, well, he knows yeah. how to do it. Because he used to be the keyboard player for Bette Midler, didn't he? I think that's yeah, what he Yeah, he used he... to play in a Turkish bath, apparently. <laughs> and she used to go in there and sing. <laughs> Yeah, he was an MD for a while. Yeah, yeah, and I think he um, he wrote to her when he had the chance to go solo. You know, what do you think, Bet? Do you think I should do yeah. it? So, even the most successful people do have a little bit of lacking in self confidence at times. But obviously, those moments have gone. So you went to the show. Uh, what? Just a couple of hundred people there. How many people were there? No, it was packed. I think it was five thousand. I mean, it was totally packed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they, and they were all mad fans of going to see him everywhere. I think. Yeah. And all of these little light things and they're waving them about and they're all they sang every song with him. Every song they all sang. Isn't it's like amazing? a huge choir. Isn't that amazing? Because I told somebody yeah. that we were going to be talking about it this week and and yeah. uh, they said, oh, I can't believe I'm I missed him and I wasn't expecting them to be a Barry Manilow fan. They were sort of like a closet Manilow yeah. fan. Sometimes you've got to keep quiet. I remember when um, when we started doing the clubs, me and the boys, I was desperate to sing Waterloo. By ABBA, right? Why not? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But it was before the days when ABBA were cool. I had, oh, yeah. I had lots of trouble, lots of trouble from the boys, but eventually we did, and the crowd went mad because it's, as you say, full of melody, uh, great yeah. beat, and actually brings back so many happy memories of where you were because Barry Manilow's career, yeah. well, it stretches back. Well, when was it? Uh, 1968, I think he, he broke through. Wow. 69. Yeah. I remember when I did the um, the song festival in, in was it Gibraltar? Yeah. And the, and the producer, I've just seen this great guy. He said he was in London, obviously. Yeah. He said he's going to be massive, this fella. And that was then, 1968-ish, nine, something like that. Um, but, yeah, I think, I don't know what his first, his first hit was Mandy. Yeah. Which he didn't write, of course. No. It, it was called yeah. Randy originally, do you know that? Was it Randy it was or Brandy? A, <laughs> or br- Brandy or Randy, but it was an up-tempo thing. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, and he changed it and it, it was a smash hit, number one. Because there's but a he, yeah, there's a great uh, documentary about, and I think you'd love it. It's on it's on one of the maybe one of the Sky channels about uh, Clive. Uh, what's Clive? Jo- Clive, uh, the guy who anyway, the guy who set up Arista and all those. What's his name? I do know him, and well, I don't know him. Um, anyway, Clive. Clive somebody. Clive right. from Arista. Yeah, Clive right. from Arista, right. And and he when he, he signed him, and of course he, he had this thing, he had a special draw. All his A&R men used to have a special draw with songs, yeah. great songs that nobody would recorded. But of course, Barry Manilow is a songwriter, isn't he? So he wants to do That's all right. his own songs. But um, Clive from Arista managed to persuade him that he had to yeah. do this song. In fact, I think he said, you know, <laughs> you don't get a record deal unless you... And it's a hit. And it's happened a couple yeah. of times because, you know, I write the songs, Barry Manilow, I yeah, write the songs. He didn't write that. He didn't write that. He didn't write, <laughs> no, no. He, he didn't write the other one either. I, I can't spy with, with that. That you was some English guys wrote that. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter because I think it was Bruce Johnson from the Beach Boys who wrote I, I Write the Songs because David Cassidy yeah. did a version of it as well, which was produced yeah, by yeah. Bruce Johnson. But it doesn't matter because the song... 
will forever belong to Barry Manilow, won't he? Exactly, exactly. But yeah. the other stuff, like Even Now, and all, some wonderful ballads he wrote, you know. Oh, Weekend in New, I, New England. I loved Weekend in New England. Oh, that was good, yeah. What was the one? Um, well, I made it through the rain. Da, 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 da. Do you know what that was originally? No. It was about, about his songs. And keep myself protected and keep my songs protected. People are nicking his songs. No. <laughs> and he changed it there. Yeah, well, well, well. I love these stories. Yeah, and, they, and so the actual show, I mean, the pacing of it, obviously he's done it for a long time. Uh, perfect in Well, it in started off, he had Curtis Tigers on the start. Oh, wow. Well. Who, who was his friend, right? Right. Great jazz musician, fantastic sax player. Yeah. As part of his singing. Um, so he did his first set. Unfortunately, he's very jazzy, and I don't know if he's like right for that crowd, but he was good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did well. He did well because when he sang his hits, everybody of clapped course. his through. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a little bit of a break. Then on came Barry, and he did an hour and a half. Wow! And all and the he, hits. you know, he he were all the hits, every one of them. And yeah. he had the he was playing the piano, and he's a great pianist anyway. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, oh, he had a lovely little gimmick where he said his grandfather, when he was a little boy, took him because he's Jewish, um, Russian descent. See. Mm. And his, his, his grandfather took him to one of these little booths where he used to do... Do you remember those booths you could make a recording of your voice oh, on, yeah. on a little acetate? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he took him and he put his, his quarter in or whatever it was. He said, go and sing. And he said, oh, I can't. go and sing, sing, sing uh, Happy Birthday, right? And he played this track, this crackly thing of his grandfather talking and a little video of a little boy with his grandfather. It was a bit of a, a tearjerker, oh, you man. know? Yeah, yeah. And then he went into... Uh, one of the songs applicable to his grandfather, you know. Yeah. He was great. He knows how to put a show together. Yeah. It's not just a load of songs. Yeah. And I, I always say that. You get a good performer, they've got a story. Yes. Yeah. The show is a story. It starts with something and everything leads into something else. Do you know what I mean by yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, get yeah. a lot of people who are going to do a set and they just sing six songs and they're, they're not connected. Yeah. But it's all connected. What did he end with? What did he end with? Oh, you finished with I Write the Songs. <laughs> <laughs> and they all sang, you know. Oh, isn't that amazing? Isn't he used to do amazing? one voice, you know, when he used to do one, uh, one voice uh, in the darkness. <laughs> and he used to get all the people with their lighters doing this, but he yeah. didn't do it last time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, great show, whatever. So it's yeah. some of the greats. Um, who else have you seen would you consider to be the greats that you, you really loved? Well, I, I was, my old man obviously was a pianist and he used to take me to see these concerts. And we went to see Ella Fitzgerald, Jazz of the Philharmonic with uh, Oscar Peterson. Uh, I was in the Capitol in Cardiff. Oh, fantastic. I mean, uh, she's a terrific singer anyway. Oscar Peterson, you uh, get it? She's like wonderful pianist. Yeah. So he did the first bit, and then she came on and did the second half. Wow. And then he took me to see Duke Ellington. And Duke Ellington walked out. I was about, oh, I could only be about 15, 14. And there was like a gauze. And behind the gauze is the, all the orchestra, yeah. right? And it starts the A train. You know, da da do da da do. You know, as people start to clap. Like, and then he walks out from behind this course in a white suit and he goes, I love you madly. <laughs> <laughs> and he was great. He was great. And then who else did I see? Oh, I saw, I saw uh, Count Basie as well. Well, you've seen all the jazz greats. That, all of them. You've, yeah. got, you've got a lot to thank your dad for, haven't you? Oh, not that. And then Sammy Davis. I saw him twice at the London Palladium. Yeah. The first time I saw him, he was with Buddy Rich. Right. Buddy Rich did the first half, then on came Sammy Davis with the Buddy Rich Orchestra and did the second half. It was oh, phenomenal. Oh, man, man. And then I saw him again after that. He came back again. But I tell you, he really knocked me out. This is going to make people laugh now. Anthony Newley. Oh, right. Anthony Newley came, he, uh, and he had Juliet Prowse with him, the, the dancer. Do you remember her? She yes. engaged to Frank Sinatra. Yeah. So she did the first bit. I said, what a dancer she was. And she had four guys with 
and they were like throwing her about, and you know. And then Anthony New did his own tongue-in-cheek introduction. He said, "Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the thinking man's Tom Jones." <laughs> and on he came. And he had the strangest voice, didn't he? He did. Can, can, he, can he do an impression? Yeah. Can Jesse people? Um, Anthony uh, Newley it was quite. What's his song? What's his song? Oh. What kind of food am I? <laughs> what do I know of life? Why can't I cast away the mess? He sang like a cock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he used to he used to act his songs out. Yeah. And he did one called uh, what was it called? Look at me, I'm the funny man. And he he sat on the stage with a chair. And he's like he's looking in the mirror, looking at the audience, but he's trying to make his... He's going, Look at me, I'm the funny man. And he acted it out, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was an actor, wasn't he? Yes, speak. yeah, but... And it, it was a terrific show. And I go down to the bar, right? Yeah. And who's in a bar but Barbara Windsor with her husband, Ronnie. <laughs> she said, have you met my Ronnie? I said, no, I haven't met Ronnie. I said, hello, Ron. <laughs> looking at this big, hulking guy. He's been breaking knees. She said, oh, but newly... Any handsome, John, any handsome. <laughs> I said, yeah, right. She said, there was a bloke by me, walked out. I couldn't understand it. So they had to get this guy. You had to get his performance. It yeah. wasn't just his voice. Forget yeah. his voice. It was a performance. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's, those are the great people I've seen, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let me go. Let me what about go. you? So Elton John, obviously Elton John, Elton, at, the, at the height of his career when he could sing like a bird, uh, Hammersmith Odeon at Christmas, that was fantastic. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, so Bruce Springsteen, oh, the, 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 the well, boss. Yeah, the boss. Uh, I saw him in the um, in the early 80s at the Wembley Arena. Now, this is a time I was actually, I was being managed by Harvey Goldsmith, who was putting all these big concerts on. So I got special tickets, got really good tickets to all these shows. And yeah. Bruce Springsteen came on, he started with Born to Run, which, uh, you know, which is one of his biggest hits yeah. of all time. And he took the show up from there. You know, I think it was oh, two right, and a yeah, half yeah. hours. I mean, you know, just we, we, it was his next day when we actually got home. Um, who else? Uh, David Bowie. David Bowie. I saw him on the Serious Moonlight tour. And again, it was much more than just the voice. It was the whole theatrical experience. There you we know, are again. You see, a performer. It looked terrific. The the, yeah. you know, the set at Wembley, it was Wembley as well. It was, the set was just yeah. beautiful. He looked amazing in a you know. I think he had a blue suit on with a hat on. You yeah, know, you know. When David Bowie puts a hat on, it looks great. I put a hat on. You know, <laughs> look like I'm going to the dogs. <laughs> I, I go down the beach. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, who else? Who else is be? Oh, Joni Mitchell. I saw Joni oh, Mitchell, Mitchell in 1970, no, it must have been 73, 74 at uh, Victoria. And I knew it was going to be yeah. a good night. I walked in, I was, I was taken there by the record company, and I walked in, and George Harrison was in the foyer waiting to go in to see the concert as well. Uh, so, and, Tom and, was in town last week. Yeah, you must have seen Tom a lot of times, have you? Uh, well, no, I've, I haven't seen him live. I, well, I worked with him once live, but right. that was back in the late 60s. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen his concerts like latterly, and... Apparently, he was phenomenal because yeah. he can still do it. Yeah, he's still yeah. got the voice. Yeah, and the thing is, the voice does obviously it changes over time. It, it but changes, he, but he, he uses he's it. Tailored and, it. Yeah, he's, he, he, all his the songs. You know, like I, I love Johnny Cash. Yeah. But particularly in his last couple of records, where he, he, I mean, he could hardly sing, but the emotion through the voice was was yeah, just yeah. phenomenal. What about um, uh, d- dancers then? Because I, I, I obviously I've seen a lot of great footballers. Because once he went into the Premier League, some great yeah. footballers, uh, people like Ryan Giggs, people like Gareth Bale, and what you notice about players who are world class is that they seem to have more time on the ball 
than yeah. anybody else. They see it before anybody else. It, it's just, like tennis players, they see that ball, and it's like, you know, yeah, how it's, do they do it? It's like, and, 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 and like musicians or singers, they seem to have more time on a, on a note than other people do. Um, what about dancers? Any, any? Well, obviously Sammy Davis Jr. Were there any dancers that you saw around the world that you thought, oh, this, this is just outstanding? Well... I worked with one guy, I may have told you this story before, called Will Gaines in, in uh, Germany. Yeah. And Will Gaines was a, a, a black guy. What a dancer he was. And he, he said he learned on the streets. Because yeah. he said in his day, kids used to dance on the streets in Harlem for money. Right. And he said they'd have the taps in their hands and they'd have little holes in their shoes and they would stick these taps on just to tap dance. So they just used to put them in like little, little screws. And... That's why they danced so close to the ground. Because right. if they jumped up, the bloody taps would fall off. <laughs> so that they got that, that really low to the ground style, you yeah, know. Yeah. But he used to he used to jump over chairs, about six chairs as well, land in the splits. Wow. But there's people. Like, I tell you, I did see that. Um, my mother and father worked with uh, the Nicholas brothers. Right. And they're long gone now. But the Nicholas brothers, if ever you see those on YouTube, they're unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, when Sammy Davis came the first time to uh, London. He brought one of the Nicholas brothers who was still alive with him, who did a bit of a tap dance before his show. Right. Uh, but they were fantastic. Yeah. But I never saw many dancers live, funny enough. Yeah. I went to see um, that wonderful ballet dancer from uh, uh, Cuba. What's his name? Oh, another, another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another no, one. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. He, he's fantastic. He was a saddler as well. I went to see him. And there was another fellow who was a, a really fantastic tap dancer, um, Gregory Hines. Right. Now, Gregory Hines, uh, he was brilliant. I mean, fantastic. He died young. But he taught this one guy who now is his prodigy, and he's the one that did all the taps for that film, with the animation when they were all penguins. Oh, yeah. And, and he was doing the tap. Anyway, I went to see him in Saddle as well. He was fantastic mm. as well. Yeah. So I, that's about it, really. We, ought to should, we yeah. should provide, a, a, like, a YouTube viewing list on these uh, podcasts so people can go, oh, yeah. go and look at these people, all the different people you mentioned. Oh, the, if anybody wants to see tap dancing, Nicholas Brothers must have been... I remember one of them being interviewed once and they were in a film with um, Gene Kelly. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of these black dancers, you see, because of the, the apartheid system in America, blacks only there and whites only there, um, they, they couldn't work uptown, if you like, so they only got films with black people in. For a long time, they weren't oh, mixed up. Amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, which is ridiculous, because half of them were better yeah. than Fre Fred Astaire. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Uh, and And these, these two were on the film with um, Gene Kelly. Yeah. And uh, he was saying, he said, oh, Gene Kelly set this routine. And he said, we didn't rehearse much. He said, he said you haven't rehearsed my, my routine. He said, well, I know it. He said, what do you mean you know it? I only told it you yesterday. And he, he, he said he just did it, and he could do it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they were just naturals. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Good. All right, well, look, and uh, how's the water? Is it warming up? It, the water's not very warm, but it's better than it was. Than it was. And uh, today's going to be 26 degrees. Yeah. So I'm down there to dive in that cool water. Cool, cool, cool water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool song. Yeah, <laughs> How's your song doing? doing oh, it's okay? doing all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been played on Radio 2. Uh, I'm doing lots of indies. It's funny because you mentioned Curtis Tigers. Uh, yeah. I, I'm doing a lot of radio programs that uh, Curtis Tigers is on as well. Obviously, he's doing a lot of promotion for his tour and his new record. So uh, yeah. I, I, I'm on every show 
you know, and, and our second guest today, after Curtis Tigers, is Mal Pope. So, yeah, that's, that's a bit of fun. Uh, yeah, just keep on keeping on. You know, re- that's rewardless. What you gotta do. Rewardless. Well, if you get to talk to Curtis Tigers, tell him he was very good in Cardiff. I'll tell him. By the way, apparently they did the O2, it was in the paper, and they sold out the O2. Amazing. How much is that old? 20,000, isn't it? Something like that, maybe. So they're full of, <laughs> I was trying to calculate how much he must have made, you know, <laughs> 40, 50 quid a ticket, 5,000 people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, never mind. There's hope for us yet, Mal. We haven't given uh, up. Uh, no, we still, we still go. We still go. We still. I got an audition to do this afternoon. Oh right, okay. Well, you can't say. Oh, I don't know. It's, uh, you know these auditions you do on the Zoom. I'm not, I'm not holding my breath because no. every every actor and his wife will be up there. So yeah. I'll just do it to get it. If I get it, fantastic, it. lovely. All right, well, we wish you all the best with that. So it's goodbye from, it's goodbye from him. That's goodbye from you. <laughs> see you soon. Take care. See, see you next week. Bye. <laughs>